the Democratic listeners of this podcast, Sarah Palin is best known not for what she accomplished, but for how she was impersonated by comic Tina Fey on Saturday Night Live. And now a nonpartisan message from Governor Sarah Palin and Senator Hillary Clinton. and I would be addressing you tonight. And I was told I would be addressing you alone. You know, Hillary and I don't agree on everything. Anything. I believe that diplomacy should be the cornerstone of any foreign policy. And I can see Russia from my house. However, few people recognize that Sarah Palin has played a key role in shaping today's Republican Party. As Tim Alberta discusses in his new book, American Carnage, which discusses the rise of Trump and how Trump's remade the Republican Party in his image, Palin was one of the main Republican politicians that set the ball of populism rolling. Despite Democrats' widespread view that Palin was a one-hit wonder who has since faded into irrelevancy, the last laugh may be on them not her. When Alaska Governor Sarah Palin burst onto the national scene as the vice presidential candidate to John McCain in 2008, she was equally as unknown and exotic. I had the privilege of living most of my life in a small town. I was just your average hockey mom and signed up for the PTA. moms, you know they say the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? Lipstick. She came from a state that was literally as far outside the beltway as you can get. But within days of her announcement, she ignited the conservative base of the Republican Party. A strong religious conservative with a committed pro-life record and large family, including a son who served in the Iraq War, she stood as a symbol of the values and vision that conservatives wanted to rally the country around. Government is too big. He wants to grow it. Congress spends too much money. He promises more. Taxes are too high, and he wants to raise them. His tax increases are the fine print in his economic plan. And let me be specific. The Democratic nominee for president supports plans to raise income taxes and raise payroll taxes and raise investment income taxes and raise the death tax and raise business taxes and increase the tax burden on the American people by hundreds of billions of dollars. Palin helped shape some of the conservative rhetoric we hear today. In many ways, her ascendancy provided a large platform to conservative talk show hosts and commentators like Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, and Mark Levin. 
However, people forget that during the 2008 presidential campaign between Barack Obama and John McCain, McCain's selection of Sarah Palin as his running mate closed the gap between him and Obama for a time and forced Obama to change tactics. But after the stock market crashed in 2008, two months before the election, the McCain campaign fell apart. Obama regained his stride and Palin's climb onto the national stage proved too much too fast to sustain her initial momentum. Ultimately, what the bailout does is help those who are concerned about the health care reform that is needed to help shore up our economy, um, helping the... Oh, it's got to be all about job creation, too, shoring up our economy and, and putting it back on the right track. So health care reform and reducing taxes and reining in spending has got to accompany tax reductions and tax relief for Americans. And trade, we have, we've got to see trade as opportunity, not as a, a competitive, um, scary thing, but one in five jobs being created uh, in the trade sector today. We've, we, we've got to look at that as more opportunity. All those things under the umbrella of job creation. In the years since 2008, Palin's star grew within the conservative base of the Republican Party that now controls the party. While Palin continued to be the butt of Democratic jokes, she released her memoir and sold 300,000 copies in the first week and 1 million copies by the second week. That kind of customer response rivaled sales by Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Michelle Obama for their memoirs. Sarah Palin continues to be a rock star within the conservative wing of the Republican Party in the early 2010s. She often keynoted Tea Party events, and then one critical endorsement came in January 2016 when Sarah Palin made her support known for one critically important presidential candidate. You ready for a commander-in-chief who will let our warriors do their job and go kick ISIS ass? secure our borders, to secure our jobs, and to secure our homes. Ready to make America great again. Are you ready to stump for Trump? I'm here to support the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. And the rest is history. That's it for this episode of Big Shot, and thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard and want to see how this year's fantasy race unfolds, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Thanks to contributing editor Greg Drilling, editor Caroline King, and contributors Marissa Kosha, Jack Bavacqua, and Kimberly Winston for making this podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor Frank Perone for sponsoring the entire podcast season. This is your host, Charlie King. See you next time.